Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. I'm out here in nature because, you know, it's the only place I really get a chance to podcast. I think last week I said that there will be the last one, but you know what? I lied. Just how it is. I lied. And uh, you're going to have to deal with it because we're back here and uh, got some shit to talk about, right? So, I was at work today and um, one of the activities that they were practicing was self-care for the teachers, right? So somebody was running a Zoom-oriented uh, class for people to experience self-care, right? And now... Some of those people who took the class had experience with self-care, and then I got a chance to be privy to people who had absolutely no clue what really self-care means, right? It's not the name of a title of a Mac Miller song, okay? I, nobody would get that either, except for you and me. Maybe you don't even get it. I don't know. I have no idea how old you are. I see everybody listening, but you don't write me. Write me. Text me. Send me an Instagram message. Let me know if you're okay. Just write me. Tell me some bullshit, too, man. I miss pen pals, you know? <laughs> but back to self-care, right? So, like, some of these people just didn't know what self-care was, right? And it was very interesting for me. For some, I, like, practiced self-care probably all day long, really. I, you know what I mean? Like, I made a, a contract with myself a while ago to try to be the most authentic person possible. That shit's hard because you're dealing with your subconscious, you're dealing with your id, your ego, a whole bunch of stuff is at play. Your limbic system's going wild. You don't know which way's up, you don't know which way's down, but you're all over the place, right? So, watching people try to meditate was very interesting, you know? Some of it was like a struggle, you know? I had taken a medica- uh, medication. <laughs> I had taken a meditation class during the pandemic from Michael Imperioli, who portrayed Christopher Moltisante on. Zoom. It was a free meditation class, and something about the ironic nature of Christopher Moltisanti teaching me how to meditate, it just worked, you know? And him as a person, totally different than his character, and, you know, he basically said, in a nutshell, I'll never forget it, meditation is very hard, but when you close your... Some people meditate with their eyes open, too, right? That's one of the practices that he did with us once, and that's something totally different, right? Because it's like, who the hell does that? You know what I mean? But... He said when you close your eyes, imagine your meditation, your state of consciousness, like a crystal clear blue sky. And then when the thought or anything that comes into your mind it distracts you, it's a cloud that you have the capability of swatting away. And it just was simple. And it was just honest. And I just, I never forget it, you know. And like, I try every morning to wake up to center myself like this. Sometimes it does not last long, you know. But it's like an active demonstration of self-care towards myself early in the morning to try to get myself ready for the day. And, like, when I say ready for the day, I'm not talking about all the shit that's in my Outlook calendar. I, I can't stress this enough. It's like a lot of people wake up and they think about all the things that are coming up in their workday. They think about all the things that are coming up in their week, but they're not thinking about what's going on inside themselves. And for men, I, I guess the men who are listening to this podcast probably are intuitive and also are open towards this type of thing. The, the curse of being a man and not being able to be in touch with your feelings, it's a very, that shit, shit deep. I just recently had worked with somebody and they're, 
late fifties, and it was like the last. He's like part of the, like the last generation to do that, you know. And like I could see the plate of humanity coming through this man's eyes sometimes, where he just wants to share intimate details with me and emotion because it's hard to hold that shit in, you know. Quit. Why? What? Like what? What's the purpose of hurting somebody? And also, too, it's like you know, it's bullshit thinking like you know when something goes wrong that you don't like say at work or in your, excuse me, your community or something like that. And like, somebody's like, um, ah, just put your head down, deal with it. You know, just put your head down and just keep on going. Just get through that shit. Ah, dude. Uh, uh-uh. no, like be one of the ones who say, nah, bro, I don't want to put my head down. You know, I want to keep my center Straight. I want to. I want to respect my intuition. I want to respect my thoughts. I want to respect others. You know, like in the workplace or like your family is one thing, right? But say for these adults, right? And like really, like the meditation in the morning is for me to prepare myself to share myself with other people in the world. Now, it's really strange to think, but it's like these other people in the world—they're not your loved ones. You don't know they're intimate dark details, you don't know if they've been traumatized, they have PTSD, you don't know any of it, right? I'm an empath, and I love it and I hate it. Um, an empath is somebody who is able to decipher, walk into a room and feel all the emotions at once, feel if somebody's uncomfortable, and then you start to, I actually can feel somebody's uncomfortable. Like if somebody gets up in like a public speaking situation, and they themselves are like very nervous, I feel it too, but I don't feel... I feel the humility because I know like what that's like to be humiliated and it's just the worst, you know? And I think a lot of times being humiliated by somebody else is because that person too isn't practicing self-care. <laughs> so here we go, tying things together here on the Bobcast episode 356. So basically it's like, don't be a dick and everything will be all right. But you know, like ego, people who... And, like, everything we do in life, like, everything, from putting your head down and just getting through that shit and collecting your check and collecting your insurance and all this made-up rules, this isn't something that existed throughout all of time, but we tend to think that way, right? Oh, things can't go the way that, they can't go back to the way things were. And it's like, what was the, I mean, like, it's true detective, right? Time is a flat circle. It is true. Just because you felt one way in 1985 doesn't mean you can't feel that way today. What happens is, you lose touch of yourself. Get lost in your job, get lost in your relationship, get lost in drugs, get lost in alcohol. For me, get lost in a fucking jar of peanut butter, yo. I'm like 22 days clean off the butter. (laughs) Miss it. But my body doesn't agree with it no more. And it's just something I have to deal with, you know? It's just, you know, sometimes, like, uh, you gotta, like, put shit aside. And, like, a lot of times, especially for some, it's so hard to put something down. Now, I, myself, I've talked about it, that I did quit smoking cigarettes, and it took me years to talk about it, right? You don't want to tell somebody actively you're quitting something. It's, like, it's nuts. Like, it's like being in the middle. Like, hey, I'm in jail. Can't go nowhere. Thank you. It's, it's uh, counterproductive to tell somebody, because then... You get confused. You don't know if, like, you know, you're really going to quit. And then, like, oh, shit, if I have a cigarette, I'm going to disappoint so-and-so over here. 
self-care was, I guess smoking was kind of like a form of self-care, but God, I was, I actively knew I did not want to smoke no more. And it's like so hard to quit something, right? So like people have these vices, like, uh, one thing I noticed too is like, um, like my vices, I don't want to talk about, (laughs) but one vice that's interesting to me is like active older people who cannot get away from Diet Coke, like Diet Coke can is the end all to the end all. Like they, they live and die by the, Coke, you know, the Diet Coke, too, you know, and, uh, you know, I used to drink Diet Coke, I used to drink soda, like, I, regularly, I was just having a conversation with a co-worker about intermittent fasting, and, like, uh, I try to fast, um, every day, like, uh, you know, 16-hour fast between dinner and lunch, I don't eat breakfast, and, like, one of the things that's crazy about breakfast is, like, you were, like, completely brainwashing it, thinking it was good for you. And one of the things that I thought, like, oh, I don't feel good. I should drink some vitamin D orange juice and have 26 to 36 grams of sugar. And it's, like, I never knew that that was a thing until, like, you know, years ago. But, I mean, like, way too far into my adult life to do something about it. And, like, you know, like health class, right, physical ed, like, what we should really be telling the kids is, like, you know, like, there's a line, you are what you eat. But nobody understands that shit. You know what I mean? You are what you eat. What am I, uh, fucking walking in Brussels sprout? Like, no, dude, like, the shit you put inside you that feels good in one moment because you're getting over something, like, self-caring yourself out with peanut butter, right? You're great eating that peanut butter, man. Christ. It's like I'm on that, like, carnival ride from 1985, feeling that fun, you know? I'm feeling, like, the energy that I did then because the peanut butter just gets me like that, man. It hits my lips, and I'm just like, mmm, that butter. <laughs> um... But yeah, I realize when I wake up in the morning, don't feel good to like digest food like laying in your belly, and then all of a sudden, like as soon as you wake up at six, start to digest it and like you know not feel well in the morning. So I try to cut that shit out, you know, and like I I like sugar, you know, but like I've been actively trying not to eat it because it's just crazy, bro. Like how much sugar there is in everything. It's hard to find stuff that tastes like you know uh, real. Without it, obviously, fruit's got real sugar in it, you know? I really like, you know, bananas. I like um, pears. Apples are awesome, you know? For a while there, I was, like, replacing, like, late-night snacks with all fruit. And you know what? You can eat a shit ton of it and feel great the next morning. So try that out. Back to, like, the original topic of today's uh, podcast, self-care, you know? It's so hard for people to get this because they're so mixed up into what they're doing in their lives, and, like, jobs, occupations, and, like, all these other things, and it's, like, kudos to the people out there who are doing exactly what they want in life, you know, like, they wake up, and they're, they're, they got it, you know what I mean, I hope and pray to the universe that one day I can also be privy and fortunate enough to that type of lifestyle, because I would actually like to help people, you know, like, but fame and fortune, dude, like, I've I've so much detached myself from it that it's, like, I, you know, like when I started my podcast in what, 10 years ago, you know, I, I wanted to be, I was like, oh, this is relatively new. Nobody knew who Joe Rogan was then, you know, like they knew, but not like, you know, now like as the biggest podcast in the world, but I was like, this is an avenue that I can get good at. This is something too, that I can do on my own. I don't need three other guys in the band to, to uh, go out and play. I can record anytime I want. And uh, I push really hard. And one of the things that I did, and this is full disclosure, it's like, okay, so I I thought when I was 33, like, ah, 
the only way that I'll get successful and the only way I'll get popular in the podcast scene is if I query famous people to come on my show. I had a few come on the show. And, you know, I'm being honest with you right now, listener. Like, it was just me trying to flex my ego. It wasn't me really, like... I mean, I interviewed interesting people, you know? But, like, behind it, the message was that I was trying to get myself ahead by using other people's success. And that's a bad energy type vibe, you know? Like, that that frequency is not something that I want to do anymore. And that's why I don't really pursue celebrity guests anymore, you know? It's just too much for me to handle. And it's just like, I, you know, I would like to. And I, I tend to think that I'm a good interviewer. But uh, I was wrong in thinking that. And, like, if you're somebody who thinks that, like, you need to get to somebody else to get to where you need to be, I'm just saying it's just a negative frequency to work in and around because you're not really producing positivity. And you're not also, like, the self-care that you're exhibiting is not true in the nature that you're comforting your inner child or whatever. You know, when people say inner child, like, they're like, oh, who's a seven, six-year-old boy? Like, I know who that is. But also, too, like, we got older, taller, bigger, but, like, there's no difference between the brain that you had when you were eight. I mean, like, size-wise, yeah, honestly. But, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your soul was the same, you know? Like, so what is it that you want to do when you're seven or eight, right, when you get home from school? For me, it was watch Funhouse and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Channel 29. Uh, Funhouse was a game show. It would probably be super popular today if they reinvented it, you know? Um, that was self-care, right? Lazy self-care, but, you know, whatever. Taking a look inward. Wow. Taking a look inward is something that we need to do more often than not. Hey, uh, folks. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like... Maybe it was just people excited, but I heard, like, a commotion down the trail, like, people, like, yelling. Remember that when you were a kid, like, when you would see, like, strangers fight and, like, the crowd would form? Now everyone's filming it and stuff. But, yeah, I just wanted to just come on here to talk about self-care, and I wanted to talk about what it's like to actively participate in something that makes you inside, your insides feel better, you know? Yoga. Therapy for me is true self-care in all of its essence. I love talk therapy. I have an amazing therapist, and she has helped me so much because she's offered up various different scenarios to present to me that allow me to think inward about my decisions and how I can come off to the rest of the world, right? And to be authentic as possible and to be somebody who genuinely cares about others to practice altruism and to like not take posts and videos of me doing good things like that's for me that's my self-care and that's something i really think that my listeners should practice almost like in the movie fight club when tyler durden gives you assignments i'm giving you an assignment today before we end this podcast go out into the world tonight or tomorrow and do something good my name's bob and this has been another episode of Bobcast. Tuned in.